It's true that some things change as we get older. But if you're a woman over 40 and you're dealing with insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, and weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. And with MIDI Health, you can get help and stop pushing through it alone. The experts at MIDI understand that all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes that happen around menopause. And MIDI can help you feel more like yourself again. Many healthcare providers aren't trained to treat or even recognize menopause symptoms. MIDI clinicians are menopause experts. They're dedicated to providing safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions for dozens of hormonal symptoms, not just hot flashes. Most importantly, they're covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. You deserve to feel great. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You're listening to Off Topic with Big Woo and Friends. Streaming live on the Big Woo Radio app, here's your host, Big Woo! Yo, what's up? What's going on? Welcome everybody to Off Topic Sports. It's your boy, Big Woo. Thanks for tuning in. Everybody listening live on BigWooRadio.com. Everybody download the Big Woo Radio app in your Google Play Store and all our folks to search this out of the podcast app on that iPhone. We appreciate that. Really, really do appreciate that. We got a great show lined up for you today as I bring in my boys, James J.T. Thompson and Adonis Donnie Martin. What's poppin', y'all? What's up? What's up, fellas? Excited to be back on the radio. Excited to have NBA basketball back, even in its present form. And so, you know, looking forward to the show today. Let's see what's the pop. Absolutely, absolutely, yeah, what's man. Oh, no. I feel like LeBron with the I feel like LeBron with the ball spot, but I'm still rocking. I'm good. <laughs> still rocking it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's shout out these sponsors and supporters real quick, shall we? Um, Woodforce National Bank, uh, Men's Warehouse of Rock Hill, 24K Rise, TCB 5400 Club at 5400 Nevin Road, uh, One Publishing, Clover Parks and Recreations, Winthrop University, Clinton College, Porter Decals, the Hydro Seven Association of America, Primetime Players, the Connected Group, New Soul Music, Black Toby Society, Spring Hill Credit, Gray Sheep Digital, Below the Deck, Enterprise Management, SMG, um, Heads Off You Couture, and All About Us Radio. Um, I'm anxious to get into this uh, program today as we bring in my man, Big Les. What's going on, Big Les? 
family. How y'all doing today? Hope everybody's being doing safe. Good. Doing good. Doing good. Up, we got Donnie and JT on the line with us, man. Um, I was anxious to do the show because uh, I was excited about, of course, the bubble games, and uh, I've been watching and trying to keep up with what's going on uh, as much as I can. Uh, but the excitement came from because I love when I have a great idea. And then somebody like the NBA takes my idea and uses it. Okay. So I told y'all many, many, many weeks ago how they should bring the fans back into the game. I know y'all remember me talking about this. I said, you know, they should have fans on a, like a big screen and just have everybody piped in and, and like they did at the draft. Uh, y'all remember me talking about this? And, and and they should pipe in the noise and have the fans on the screen and show the fans up there on the, on the screen so they can watch the game, show them watching the game from their living room or whatever. But they, put a, they added a little twist, put a little backdrop in it so everybody looked like they sit in the same seats and everything. And I just like to – I really like to tap myself on the back or pat myself on the back and just genius recognize genius you know what i'm saying and uh i think um i think donnie you was you was against that idea or, or might have been saying uh, that that just ain't gonna work what, what say you donnie? i 100 said that i was like i um, thought it was just gonna be too big of a delay and in, in time you know i didn't think they was gonna be able to get it enough real time to where the fans are actually reacting to the play yeah. if they ju- they're actually watching as opposed to eight seconds later right. but all in all um the crowd has worked out you know so to speak i actually like the environment all things considering yeah. and i have to catch you on your back because you actually were correct once so <laughs> you know good job on that one. you got this one right <laughs> now, now you won for 28 <laughs> <laughs> now, now, during my assessment, when my idea came from, I was thinking about the NFL, and I think the NFL could do something like that as well. But um, I, I do like it. I like the um, the way it makes it seem like there's actually people there, even though you know they're not there. But there's movement in the crowd. It's, it's better than the uh, the uh, what was the I think baseball used like pictures or something. They used like uh, cardboard cutouts or something crazy like that. I was like, well, that's not going to work. That's just terrible. And so I guess they're piping in the sound from through a sound through the sound system. But all in all, to me, I think I think it kind of, you know, they're not really missing a beat to me. And the games have been somewhat competitive. I mean, that they ain't much defense played when Houston and Dallas played. I mean, that, that game was 153 to 149. So, I mean, it was overtime, but. Hey, it wasn't much defense, but those two teams—they're they, not really known for their defense anyway. But uh, what what can? It's been some really competitive games. I, I was watching the um the end of the. I was watching most of the uh, Boston, um, and Portland game, and I mean, what a game that is! And I think it's uh, I think Boston is up three, or it, may, it might be final. My my, I didn't uh, update my my web page here, but uh. If anybody knows that game, it, it might be that might be final already. But it's showing one twenty seven, one twenty four, Boston. If yeah. anybody, if anybody knows, but it's showing there's like two seconds left. But I'm I'm pretty sure that game is over. But uh, another competitive game going on is uh, uh or was going on was Brooklyn and Washington. Believe it or not, that was pretty competitive. Um, and I'm looking forward to the um game tonight between Houston and um. 
What can I say? Houston in the in the in the shoot. Giannis, Milwaukee, Milwaukee Bucks. The Bucks are um are taking on Houston tonight. I couldn't so. get on fast enough to help you out with that. <laughs> so, I got there. I eventually got there. But uh yeah, Donnie. Absolutely. Donnie, I, I, I'm going to start with you on this, man. Um, have you been keeping up with what's going on? Have you been enjoying the games? And what is this going to mean for the NBA going forward? Uh, okay, so much to, uh, to answer in that. And, and, and trust me, I will try to cover it all. I, for one, have not been following the action quite so close, but I have watched several games. And I've had a big enough sample size to know that I actually like, all things considered, I like what they're doing. Like you said, from everything from the crowds to the way they, they invited the playoff teams back in. And, you know, we're going to get this playoff mix after an eight-game warm-up and, um, and move forward. But as far as basketball goes, goes, you know, watching the first couple games gave me time to think on something. Um, when you play a large uh, game in front of a large NBA crowd, it tends to be, you know, the crowd just becomes one. It's the crowd. It's not individual people. Mm -hmm. But now that these guys are actually playing in front of their homies, other NBA players and and people that, that matter, that they know matter, that are there, other NBA minds and players that are there watching you, um, and, you know, you got to go and perform night in and night out in front of these same people, I think it has added a level of toughness to it that mm -hmm. I wasn't expecting. And we've all had to play in front of our boys in the gym. Some of the best basketball you've ever played in your life has been played in front of small crowds with the homies. Mm -hmm. So, And that's not even stakes on the line except for neighborhood bragging rights. Right. So with the NBA championship, I think the players are going to adjust. Well, I, I've noticed that they have adjust, adjusted and have bought a sense of competitiveness to this thing that I wasn't expecting. I just thought it was going to be more summer league-style basketball. But, mm -hmm. no, the players realize. You know the states that are you know that are here or that are on the line, and like I said, it's a show off thing. You playing, you know, you're playing. You're not just playing in front of the crowd. You playing in front of people. You know, other NBA players. You got to show what you're about, and you know they watching. You know they doing their scouting reports. So you got to bring your game. You got to show them what they're looking forward to, and each team is coming out to do that. Like you said, some of them ain't playing defense, but um, <laughs> you know yet and still they're trying. So hopefully. Hopefully, sooner or later, we as a nation, as a world, can get over COVID-19 and eventually get back into our stadiums. But for now, for the time being, I'm actually um, excited to see the rest of this NBA season and the playoffs. And um, hopefully, by the time they do we kick off the season next year in December or whenever they do decide to do it, hopefully we'll be back in the arenas. But for now, I think this is going to be a whole lot more competitive than we thought. And um, I'm not putting the asterisk next to anybody's championship that walks away with it except for the fact that um, it does hurt that a few players were unable to, for certain teams were unable to make it into the bubble, whether they just chose not to or for whatever reason. And I think that hurts more so than once you're in there, the players that are there are there to play. Mm -hmm. So, um, But I just hate that some players didn't make it. So I'm not putting the asterisk on your championship. If you earned it in front of your peers, I feel like you actually earned that one this year. Yeah, I think that um, them not being there could be, you know, that that wouldn't be any different than an uh, injury. Somebody going out for the rest of the yeah. season over an injury yeah. or something like that. So, uh, but <clears throat> but JT, um, Donnie mentioned something about you know, these guys are starting to warm up and starting to get get right. Uh, the Lakers, uh, they they I think they're one and one as they started this uh, bubble tournament thing. Um, 
and they didn't look good. Their, their star players didn't look good other than Anthony Davis from the, the, the first game. But LeBron James um, did not look good in both of these games. And, and, and to their credit, they won one and barely lost the other one. Uh, and the, the second game, the game last night, neither one of their stars played good at all. I mean, I think Anthony Davis might have had – 10 points maybe LeBron might have had 10 or 6 or something like that. they were they were just terrible um but they barely lost to a team uh, in the Toronto Raptors so what does it say about the Lakers in your mind um JT at this point because you don't really have a lot of time to get you know back into the swing of things it's just like you know you play eight games and you back you in the playoffs um, so uh, is this anything uh to be for the Lakers to be concerned about JT um, man, first of all, the Lakers' magic number is only one. So really and truly, once they win, and I think they play they play another game tomorrow night, once they clinch that magic number, uh, the the insight is that they're going to rest um, a lot of their starters. They're not going to play a lot of minutes once they clinch um, the uh, playoff thing. Um, so that's going to be a strategy to be incorporated. The other fact that people have to remember when um, LeBron and AD, when they don't combine for uh, 52 points or better, um, they, they the games end up being in losses. When they when they average, you know, when they don't play um, great combined games. Um, but I'm not really worried, man. The the thing to be concerned about, um, where it pertains to the Lakers, is who clinches that first that eighth spot you know, in the West. Because if it's Portland. Mm-hmm they're going to be pushed to the max. But if it's any of those other teams, um, your Memphis is, um, and, and I can't remember the rest of those cats that's at the bottom, but um, anybody outside of Portland, I think they'll be fine getting out of the first round. But where they're at, you know, uh, you got to think about it, man. LeBron in his 17th year is playing amazing. And, and, and they're going to be every night. It's not going to be a, a star-studded night for him. But the key to that Lakers team it's going to be the bigs doing what they got to do on the board, and AD, AD, what we what we found out from the first game, he's going to be the key because LeBron at this point don't have to be that guy, but AD, you know what I'm saying, um, you know, at the potential that he could possibly be, is is where the Lakers, in my opinion, uh, his play is going to determine whether they win the championship or not. Yeah. But I think the Lakers are going to be fine. They're going to be close games, man. You're talking about people that ain't played competitive basketball since March. So, you know, even as good as Toronto looked last night, they had to remind me last night of the fact that they are the world champions because I'm be honest with you, I forgot. But they are still a, a team <laughs> yeah. to be contended with and they have to be factored in. North thing, I mean, they just don't have Kawhi Leonard, but they're still formidable because it was that defense, you know what I'm saying, that, mm-hmm. that won them championship. But Lakers are going to be fine, man. It just, you know, we get to the playoff rounds and the go, you know, go time, and, and we're going to really see what they made of. Yeah. Uh, Big Les, Donnie had mentioned about the, the Lakers, you know, once they win and they clinch that, that spot, uh, they, they the plan is to rest their players. 
Haven't their players been resting already? <laughs> this, is, this is probably why they why in, they in this situation. And, and I understand what you mean, uh, Donnie. It's just um, you know it's, it's it's a different type of rest than you know being off from playing uh, basketball altogether, and then you know resting once you get back in the swing of things. Um, I think they're 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 rested up, and I think they're just a little rusty right now. Uh, Big Les, do you think that strategy? is going to help or hurt the Lakers in the long run as far as resting their players after they clinch the playoff spot? Well, I think one problem, I think one problem, <clears throat> excuse me, I think one problem the Lakers got, they don't have that third score. Mm. You know, somebody else has got to, you know, they need somebody else that either um, JR or the other guy, I can't think of his name, between them two, they've got to be the guy to be that third score. And, you know, size-wise, they're going to dominate. But, you know, you look at 52 points between them two, when where's the other 17 a night? Yeah. Where's the 15 a night? The 20, that dude, even at 15, or sometimes he gets 25, that helps. As far as resting the players, with eight games that you're only playing and you've been off for four months, me personally as a coach, I'm not resting my players. Mm. Because you figure, you figure, they got to get in some type of shape of where they're playing back to back or if they have to, you know, or every other day. And so I may cut their minutes. You know, I may like, if I, we got a game and I figure we put, or game is a little tight. Sometimes as a coach, I may leave my, my second and third string so they can get that experience and get ready for the playoffs once we quit. So I may leave them out there a little longer just to, but you, I, I feel like you got to have some rhythm when mm-hmm. you're going. When I coached at Clinton, I knew it was a certain time as a coach. I knew, like, yeah, they got it. Like, I don't have to do nothing. I basically sat on the bench and let my point guard run the show. Run the show All I did was watch him. But I, I knew that they were ready, and then I could just sit back and relax and watch them do it. So I think you don't know that right now. Mm. You know, how do you know that you only played one game? You know, I, I mean – I'm, you know, that's just my, maybe I haven't been coaching long enough to experience what the NBA knows, but just what I know is that I wouldn't rest them. I would maybe pull minutes, but I definitely wouldn't rest them. And then if they don't play, that could increase the chances of them getting injured. Yeah. Yeah. So. 704-489-3316. You're listening to Off Topic Sports. Got my man James, JT Thompson in the building, Adonis Donnie Martin, and of course, Big Les is here with us too. Just talking about the uh, NBA bubble. <clears throat> and how much of a genius I am for uh, my idea of uh, bringing in fans virtually, and uh, the NBA decided to do that. Uh, the The NBA looks like they're they've at this point it looks like they're doing it right. Uh, if you look around at other sports, uh, Major League Baseball for one, is look like they're going to have to shut their season down altogether because they. Uh, the players in that league keep contracting the coronavirus. Uh, I think on one team it was like 20 players that had contracted it. Um, so I don't know what their format was or what their plan was to do, but it's it's not working. And I think uh, the NBA looks like they may be doing it right. Uh, back to you, JT, on this one is – do the do the NFL does the NFL need to look at what the NBA is doing and maybe do something along those lines like maybe having um 
um, two conference the the two conferences play at a location. Like you have the one conference, but 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 they're they're at a different point. The NBA is a restart. This is the NFL starting their season. Now they don't play as many games, so it might be a little easier to do. But should they put their players also in a bubble? In the NFL, maybe the 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 uh, the AFC they play in a certain location. The NFC play all their games in a certain location, and they keep all those guys there throughout the whole season. Was that asking a, a a bit much from these guys to be that that away from their family that long and to be isolated that long? What do you think, JT? Well, the first concern for the NFL is what I'm seeing um, the whole opting out thing. Um, that within itself is is the is the ring ringing factor right now because you got a lot of guys just just beginning to opt out and we're probably going to see some more guys just going to opt out before the deadline on Wednesday. Mm. Um, I think the NFL has done well. Um, some of the best decisions they made were canceling the preseason um, as far as the work with them and the NFL um, players association. I actually think the NFL is going to be fine, but they have got to continue to take it. Uh, week by week, see, you know, as we open up training camp, and I've seen some video today, you know what I'm saying, of some of the guys going into, um, you know, arriving for, you know, camp. It's supposed to start tomorrow. The biggest thing, the NFL has got to pay attention. Take take notes from what's going on in the NBA. Take notes from what's going on in Major League Baseball and be able to incorporate it because you have, a, you know, you have a couple of weeks um, before, you know, the season actually starts. Build off what's going on. But you, the, the biggest thing right now is paying attention to what's happening in training camp, mm-hmm. because again, you got to be you, you be able to test and able to see. So before we even get to September, you know we you know saying we we'll be able to look at this thing for what it really is because the NFL is going to be under the radar yeah. because unlike high school, unlike college, there's going to be some contact and, and more interaction between guys. So we're really going to see. Whether we really going to be able to do this or not, the NFL is definitely going to be, uh, you know, um, you know, under the radar because if people start contracting or you know getting a virus or more mm-hmm. positive tests, then we may not see uh, NFL season. Yeah, they're going to have to bring these guys into camp, and, and they're going to have to stay. I mean, you just can't be having a regular life and regular interactions outside of the camp. Once you come into camp. And you get tested and you test negative, then you you in camp and you stay in camp. You don't get to go back home and you don't get to go back. You know, I think if they really wanted to open the season and have a season without without flaw, without people contracting the virus, then I think that's the way to do it. The NBA has shown and, and has proven so far that that they can do that because they they had I think they had a positive test. One uh, uh, a couple positive tests when they first started, and then those guys got quarantined, and they haven't had tests since. And so, I mean, I haven't had any positive uh, tests since. So it's it's been about two or three weeks since they had anybody in, uh, infected. So I think the the, the NBA is sh- is showing the way, or at least lighting the way, or giving some kind of blueprint of what needs to be done. And as 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 bad as it is, as bad as it you know it is for these guys to to have to be in one location for the rest of the season, 
you know, I mean, you you get it done and nobody gets, you know, nobody gets hurt. Nobody gets, you know, nobody's family has to die from it. And, you know, so I think the NBA is, is leading the way. And I think the NFL needs to take uh, a look at what they're doing and and get on board. Um, again, 704-489-3316. We'd like to have your opinion and your thoughts on on the uh, NBA bubble. Have you been following? Or are you enjoying it uh, uh, or whatever's going on? You can call us. You can email us. Uh, follow us on all our social media at Big Wheel Radio on everything. Um, there has been, um, like you said, uh, JT, in, in the NFL, there has been uh, guys opting out. And and like they don't even want to they don't even want to give it a try. They just like no, I'm 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 not I'm not taking the risk. And you can't blame them. I mean, ain't nobody mad at them for that. Uh, but I don't think there's been any big names. Uh, big less. Have you heard any any big names that that have opted out of? Now, when I say the big names, I mean like the the, the star quarterbacks or the or the starting quarterbacks. Or uh, um, I know um, New England has been having a lot of starters. Uh, opt out. I know their linebacker had opt out. Hightower, uh, but for the most part, if if the if the stars of the league continue to stay in, I think they will will go forward with the league and and things like that. Um, is that a concern of yours right now, Big Les, uh, as far as a major name opting out? Um, actually, it's not really a concern of mine because this is these guys' future. It's almost like a guy retiring early from football because he doesn't want the brain um, injury. So a lot of these guys, for why they're opting out, I'm, I'm with them. Like, you know, if they want to opt out because they don't want to take it home to their families and things of that nature, um, I truly understand that. I was thinking, too, like, when you, when you, when you look at the NBA – and then you look at football as far as the NFL and Major League Baseball is concerned. One reason they feel like that the Major League Baseball is having so much trouble because they're traveling. Mm, so yeah. one thing I was thinking, it just hit me, like if they could divide the United States up as far as football is concerned and maybe bubbleize them and just have a schedule with those teams in there and play out of that. Yeah. Because you're looking at, like you said, they're going to go home. They're going to come in. Some of them are going to do a Blue Williams. You know, if you don't regulate rules, yeah. guys are going to go to the trick, the chicken and strip bar. You know, <laughs> that's just, you know that's just how it is. And a lot of these young guys who ain't never had money before, you know, they're going to sneak out. But it also depends on leadership that you have. You know, if the, the veterans are like, nah, dude, you know, we got to stay protected. We got to right. stay in the hotels. We can't go home. So all this is new. And so – you know, just like on my job, they, they keep changing dates and all this when we're going back to school. Stuff, but And people are getting frustrated. But like I'm telling them, this is new. So there's going to be, they may say one thing one day, and then tomorrow they have to change because something new has developed. So, right, right. Um, I don't know. I mean, it's, it's, it's a day-to-day thing. How, you know, the NBA might, I think, might be a little bit different than the way NFL because you're dealing with more people, um, equipment, People, managers, all, I mean, it's football carries, man, you know, in most cases we know football carries almost 70 people who travel. Yeah, yeah absolutely. So, so I, I, don't, I don't know. Yeah, I, I would imagine they're probably going to have to try to downsize and, you know, just make 
take the essential people that, that, that need to go where they need to go. But I think the less travel, the better, the less traveling you have to do as a team, the better. And, um, you know, the NBA is, is showing that. Uh, speaking of NBA, the, uh, Paul, I seen in the in the stands on a virtual thing. I seen Paul Pierce. I was in the on the virtual thing on the virtual uh, screen, and I was like, oh wow, okay, that that makes that makes it even better to see somebody like Paul Pierce. And I don't know how many other people have been, but they they since the Boston game was on, they were they were showing Paul Pierce and his reactions to uh, different plays and stuff, and I thought that was really cool. Um, so I, hey, well. you know. I think there's something they should do going forward, even when we get back into, you know, regular stuff. I think that should be still something they should have a little screen of people. Uh, yeah, JT. Uh, just to piggyback on what we were talking about, the uh, opting out. Um, guys, um, New England is leading the way with seven players mm. um, right now um, that have opted out. Um, I know the Jets had two players, and I know CJ Mosley was one of those players. Mm. Um, the Cowboys have three players now that – that are opting out um, as well. I guess the thing is, you know, which which stipend are you qualifying for? Because you have the $150,000 stipend or the $300,000 stipend, mm. um, depending on what's going on as far as, you know, how much of a risk um, you was at and the, in the, uh, the details of your contract. So, you know, something to think about because guys have families, guys are, you know what I'm saying, thinking about, you know, um, you know, that is a real thing. And, and, and at the end of the day, the safety of your family uh, should take precedence. I mean, um, over a season that, you know, it, it kind of is what it is. You got to look at family first, what pertains to that. And if, and, and the other thing, if you know you're going you're gonna to get a little stipend and get a little something, you know, and not have to play and just get ready for next season, I mean, I can't knock the hustle on that. You can't knock the hustle, man. You want to be all the way safe, and I, I, I don't blame them for that. So, but um, it's it's again, it goes back to you know what Donnie was saying about the players that opted out uh, of playing in the bubble. It's like uh, somebody going down for an injury in the beginning of the season. You know, you have players always getting hurt and gotta and gotta be out, and the, the team has to adjust, and and you know other players got to step up. So. That's um that's just part of it. Just depends on how many they start opting out and and the names that are, are opting out. If the if it gets too many to be too many names, then you know they may have to think you know think about maybe shutting down until next year. You know I don't I don't know I know they're not going to want to do that. I don't, I'm I'm pretty sure they're not going to do that. They're going to make any players that want to play if they if this going to make the teams even and everybody going to be able to have enough players on the field then they, they're going to have a season. Um, my question is, uh, you know, do do we – this is around the time when we start doing fantasy football. You know, was, we we start doing uh, – what made me think about it was when my son and, and his friends, they were doing uh, a fantasy football draft. They normally do it in live in person, but they were doing it over text messaging, and it took them like three to four days. I'm not with that. If we're going to do fantasy football, we're going to do it online like we always do. But um, is that something that, that we're getting excited about? And and I'll talk to the fellas when we come back after the break about fantasy football, the fantasy stuff. And, I mean, have you even been paying attention to studying? It's not really nothing. By this time, we would, we would know more things about more teams and, and more players on more teams and who's going to play what and who's going to be where, but you don't really got a lot of information right now. So it's, it's hard to like 
pick your fantasy football outside of the 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 normal people that's that play on a, on a regular basis. But I think you're gonna get a little different, um, a little different. Uh, action or play playing uh, time from people and and players and and stuff like that. So I think it's going to be uh, something to uh, look 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 at and discuss uh, when we come back after the break. Keep it locked right here, off topic sports, Big Woo Radio. We'll be right back. Hey hey hey! The New Mount Olivet AME Zion Church, located at 527 Dave Lab Boulevard in Rock Hill, South Carolina. Presiding pastor is Dr. Carlton Brown. 9 a.m. Sunday school with morning worship service starting at 10.05 a.m. Eastern. Thank you, and please join us soon. Hey y'all, I'm Nima Shining Star L of Nima Girl Productions, and every single Friday you can catch me at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, hanging out with JT and Big Woo. We are Big Woo and the crew on Big Woo Radio, where every Friday we let it flow with Flowetic Fridays. And we also hit you with some black in effect, because black history is every day, all day. And if you didn't know, now you know. And for all things Nima Girl Productions, go to my social media pages on the Nima Shining Star L. You can get information on the upcoming book, Peace Queen, Can You Hear Me? And check out the book, Peace King, Can You Hear Me? So, for all things Nima Girl Productions, check out social media, Nima Shining Star L. And if you're not checking out Big Boo and the crew on Sundays at 6 p.m. on Off Topics, you better be checking out my Facebook Live with Thoughts Provoked. That's right, Thoughts Provoked. Every Sunday at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time where every topic is a hot topic. So, there you have it. I'm Nima Shining Star L for Nima Girl Productions, hanging out with Big Woo and the crew on Big Woo Radio. You know how we do. Hey, y'all. Yo, what's up, family? This is Corey Big Woo Woods from Big Woo Radio, here to talk to you about Gray Sheep Digital. That's right, Gray Sheep Digital. G-R-E-Y. SheepDigital.com. Great Sheep Digital is a digital marketing agency that helps your business attract attention in a very noisy world. They specialize in website optimization, social media growth, marketing videos, and brand awareness. So if your business is having problems with the website, the way it looks, sometimes we don't get that professional look like we want, or if you're having trouble being seen on social media, give my man Marcus Woodard, the owner and digital strategist, a call at 704-626-1599. Again, that number is 704-626-1599. You can also hit him up on Facebook and Instagram at Gray Sheep Digital. That's G-R-E-Y Sheep Digital. You'll be glad you did. And make sure you tell them Big Woo sent you to get the friends and family discount. Listen to Big Woo Radio. I want y'all to listen to Big Woo Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. 
Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.